0: You found it. From the Ginza Studios of Tokyo, Japan, comes the Japan What Podcast. Blowing hot air out of Tokyo's
1: backside, I'm Matt Bigelow. And I'm Tom Molesky. We discuss the inner workings of Japan with an outsider's perspective with zero insight.
0: Zero insight, indeed. Because who needs insight? Not me. We look to gain insights from our potential customers. Oh. Not
1: us! All I hear, day in, day out, inside, inside, inside. I've had enough. I've had my full. I've had my
0: fill. I've had my full. What am I saying? I am looking forward to out here. I also. I'm That's the sure opposite what... of insight.
1: Ah, Get it? Oh, I see. I thought out you meant like out here. here. I was like, if you know, if we record this there, I we'd have poor sound quality. Next to touch. <laughs> You gotta kind of give me a warning with that. I was like, I want to be out here. I'm like, "Uh, okay, bye. Untaste. (laughs) Yes, okay, that will be the theme for each show following this one. We'll take a different sense in a different direction. Subtelepathically. Some people have said that we have no sense in no direction. I can't really disagree. That's
0: why I started a podcast. Yeah, hey, all right. How are you today? Good, man. Good. Looking for work. <laughs> it's all good, though. I know.
1: I noticed you were outside collecting coins in a can. Yes, yeah, my new job. Oh, right. Yeah, well. anything
0: to keep this project going. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. You are a dedicated starving artist. Yeah, well, if you got to do one thing in your life, it's starve for art. Starve for art, yeah. Yeah, just like Tesla. If you don't starve, it's not really art, is it? Do we talk about Tesla?
1: Um perhaps
0: we touched on it i don't think so though uh, cuz growing up yeah I, I like everybody thinks he's so awesome he invented alternative current he had 300 patents yeah he got in a big fight with thomas edison mm-hmm. he had all these giant obsessions with wireless communication then he died alone
1: yeah well and also apparently according to the prestige he
0: could clone people for magic that's cool too yeah that's a good talent yeah um and Growing up, I used to think, "Wow, well, that guy really, he shoved it to the man. But mm. now I think he's a loser, Nikola Tesla. Well. Because he didn't access the markets. Didn't we talk about this? It's been okay. in my mind.
1: All right. Well, uh, you
0: did Going ed- off script here.
1: Oh, okay. All right. So Edison uh, has pissed you off in some way or form?
0: No, no, no. Just no. growing up, you, you think, oh, this crazy capitalist, he wanted more money, so he didn't use Tesla's ideas. Oh, okay. Well, That's kind of the story of Nikola Tesla. He sold all of his patents, Tesla did, to do research into wireless communication, Mm -hmm. but it didn't get adopted by the markets because he didn't access the markets. Do you think he was too selfless? I think he was too crazy. Okay. I think there was too much crazy because... He invented a very good quality radio, much oh, better than Marconi's radio, the All Italian right. inventor. Okay. But Marconi was like a businessman. Mm-hmm. So he just kind of put a radio together and then got like his friends to play with it, right. his rich friends. And then right, he right. got a pretty girl to take a picture with it. Sure. And then he opened up a shop. And then he started selling the radio to people, and then people started using his radio. He was a true capitalist. But Nikola Tesla, he made a radio, Mm -hmm. and then he would go study French for six hours, and then he would go run around with the pigeons, and then after that, he would move on to another form of wireless communication. So he didn't access the markets.
1: Well, in Marconi's mind, probably, this was uh, much more of an accomplishment than... um, let's say uh, tesla's radio was to him it, for him it was not as big a, a deal frankly it seems like and um maybe he didn't care so much about the legacy of it maybe he maybe in in the end tesla was just way more ahead of his time
0: yeah he was yeah. he also when you act like I'm kind of thinking about markets as a human interface. Sure, sure. Where if you don't access the market, you don't access the people. If you mm-hmm. don't access the people, you don't access the money. If you don't access the money, you don't have a way to start rebuilding or improving the product that the people want. So that's that's kind of like the interchange between companies and people okay. is is the market. It, uh, the market is an interface for technology.
1: Now you said you um at least looked into tesla's life story. was he a wealthy man he He was a really extremely wealthy at some points of his life. Well, that tends to be a driving force with a lot of people. The other one is um the idea of um, how, maybe faith in society and faith in society to adopt your um your whatever you're bringing to the market so perhaps Tesla either didn't have faith in the people or he and he wasn't motivated by money, so it was more kind of uh and apparently he didn't really think of it as a huge achievement he wasn't worried about his legacy so much he was are you sure
0: yeah because he he kept trying to okay. get his products out there but he was he nobody wanted to work with him so he was this guy who was way ahead of his time yeah and not much of a capitalist and okay. at that time people were choosing less quality technologies in order to increase consumption there's no do to boot it. But uh, okay. with in Tesla's case, what I'm saying is, sure. it doesn't matter how great your technology is. If you don't access the market, people don't adopt it. Like well, we, the uh, only yeah. reason we use an iPhone is because yeah. it's easy to use. Sure, We're, no one is like actually going, oh, uh, Bluetooth. Let me. Let me repurpose Bluetooth for my own personal needs. Nobody does that.
1: So it sounds like if Tesla had an age and history would be different. Exactly. Yeah. But
0: that now that Elon Musk has Tesla Motors, yeah, which is based on wireless communication and sure. battery-powered mm-hmm. operation. Yes. Tesla in the past six months has increased its market cap to over a hundred billion dollars. Right. Yeah. Because people like the product. So sure, sure. once the once you interface the technology mm-hmm. into the market mm-hmm. and get people interested in it, then, then the technology is used.
1: So you're saying it's kind of ironic to call it Tesla the, due to the fact it's advanced technology that's also
0: popular? No, I'm, I'm saying that it, rec- it for Tesla's technology to be mm-hmm. adopted, yeah. the market is required. Yeah if, yeah, if there's no market, there's no adaptation.
1: Yeah, and it also strikes me, though, that... Um, uh, Tesla wasn't as aware of the disconnect between his level of intellect and the general public's. He didn't make it accessible. He didn't make it um, approachable. And maybe he just couldn't put his his uh, explanation into
0: layman's terms. Exactly. Yeah. And he also had a lot of uh, competition. Sure. Now, yeah. where, where was I going with that? Yeah, what... what belief in humanity yeah. right we all believe in humanity but there's the George, George Carlin joke like yeah. think of the average person and how infuriatingly frustrating they can be oh, and sure. realize that there's 50% of the population more frustrating and infuriating than that person
1: <laughs> it's a great point <laughs> it really is <laughs>
0: Like, how many people just yeah. buy an iPhone yeah. or, the, like, they're kind of rich, but, you know, they've just moved numbers around in a company somewhere and right. somehow managed to get a few hundred thousand dollars. Now they buy, like, five or six iPhone 11s, just, dude, popular, you know? Yeah, like, right. that, that type of person is yeah. really the driving force of the economy.
1: So if you want to be a benevolent Samaritan, the best thing to do is be ignorant of the people.
0: Yeah, <laughs> or understand the that the level of uh, midwittery out there is yeah. uh, beyond your expectation. Don't expect to be appreciated. Of course, the Japan Japan what listenership yes. doesn't fall into that nasty category. George Carlin is 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 pushing.
1: No, no, not at all. Japan what listeners are are of the highest caliber of people and intellect. Mm, indeed. So what's up? Well, um, after that long trip, uh, let's come back to my <laughs> ordinary life, okay? Um, well, it was uh, my uh, my wife, my mother-in-law, and the dog went out for a uh, trip to meet some friends and have, everybody brought their dogs so they could have kind of a, I don't know, a dog-playing weekend vacation, and I had just uh, taken a long vacation, so I wasn't able to take any more time off, so... I had the house to myself for the past few days and guess Exciting. indeed. And guess what I did? I stayed home and cooked. Yes. Back up, back up, wild man coming through. I'm
0: trying to put the brakes on this conversation. Yeah,
1: really, really. For many reasons, I
0: imagine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's beyond anything I could ever imagine. <laughs>
1: yeah sad but true i had all these options in front of me too and i was like you know i'm gonna just go buy some chicken and <laughs> and cook it
0: yeah i think that's
1: like married life it is a little bit and i was like oh well i might go out next week so i should save up for that one that's the <laughs> As,
0: like i didn't think i got married last year and i yeah. didn't think things would change but two weeks after getting married to the woman i had been dating for 10 years right right like i'm i'm i come home i just i'm in my underwear mixing a, a, a whiskey soda in the kitchen and just like drinking it while standing around yes. <laughs> she's like what are you doing i'm like i don't really know i, I guess this is very so it
1: was a change for the better is what you're saying absolutely all right yeah yeah that sounds i see nothing wrong with this what did you cook um i cooked uh let's see uh Pasta and chicken with Genovese sauce. And I made kind of a chopped up fresh tomato topping. And I mixed... uh, I like mixing uh, sweet uh, Thai chili sauce in with the tomatoes because it gives it a little bit of bite. Boom. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was pretty good, actually. And um, Japan What listeners, if you're looking for my recipe, I'll post it on the Japan What uh, Facebook fan site. Oh, great. The Japan What... Uh, thai
0: chicken yeah
1: (laughs) um i thai italian fusion no i I Ah. don't know what it is uh it's really not (laughs) italian italian oh i like it yes (laughs) you heard it you heard it here first yeah um yeah and uh yeah so uh I I feel like in some ways I wasted a weekend, but in the other ways uh, I'm probably going to go out next weekend. So uh, at least I saved up; I, I didn't spend
0: frivolously. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, staying at home is the thing to do. You know what? Sometimes uh, these days I go out to a bar or something like that, mm. and uh, like you can be next to somebody, you can between, you can be between somebody who's mm. smoking, yeah, and then the other person is on their smartphone. Scrolling on Twitter, not doing anything, you know, and you're just sitting there with like a twelve dollar beer, going yeah. like, on on one hand, I have secondhand pollution, right. and the other hand, I have secondhand screen.
1: Yeah, and um,
0: secondhand yeah, no, pollution. no, absolutely, secondhand smoke,
1: Se- secondhand screen. I like that actually. too. Yeah, it's actually a
0: terminology <laughs> Is being it used. Out? Yeah, secondhand oh screen, where the way that a parent will use their iPhone will yeah. influence the way their child uses an oh, iPhone. Oh wow, just like yeah. You're or even on, like, trains or public spaces, because the screens are so big and bright these days. Yeah, it catches you, your you're eye, You're trying right. to read a book, but the person next to you is engaged in some wild online video game with explosions, and you're just like, I'm trying to, you know... Uh, my, this is not making my venture, my foray into 19th century romantic literature any easier, bud.
1: Absolutely not, yes. Um, Japan what, listeners? Can you relate? Let us know. <laughs> um, I think, actually, when I go out nowadays... Um, and again, as, as a foreigner living in Japan, I'm sure you relate. Um, <laughs> if you're going um, to a place where people are drinking and there's a larger crowd near you, as the drinks go down, as uh, bottles are passed around, you start to feel eyes on you more and more where people are kind of elbowing each other saying, go talk to him, go talk to him. Like, until they finally have enough, you know, bottle Liquid courage, courage yeah, yeah. Exactly, to finally be like, Start talking, and it's it's not horrible, but at the same time, it's like you know, I really don't want to talk to you. Yeah, I, I'm friendly, but I'm often like, do you have anything interesting to say? No, no, probably not. So it's like, okay. I have
0: a five questions.
1: Right, right. <laughs> so you kind of just weather that storm Aww. and say, okay, go talk, go talk about it later. You know, with with your friends, you had the courage to talk to a foreigner. Wow. Congratulations. Uh. Boy, that sounded really... I didn't start off that way, but uh, it sounded really grouchy. But uh, why don't we move on to something happier? Sure.
0: <laughs> um, well, a couple of things. Last week as a follow-up, this might be like the, the mm-hmm. epic follow-up episode. Sure, uh, maybe yeah. we can title it that. Let's catch up. Um, uh, we were talking about last week, I went into this long, weird, while well, waiting for Say to phone. Right, The, yeah. the Mason talk. Yeah, the Mason just talk. Mason, oh, okay. Mason, Mason, Mason. Mm-hmm. And you know how people are saying they say this word they've never really said before, and it starts to appear as advertisements.
1: Oh, really? That okay. happened to me. Really?
0: Yeah. So, I, like, I, I don't actually go around. I'm not one of these kind of Mason guys who's sure, always sure. JFK assassination. Like, yeah. I, I used to listen to that sometimes, but it's just oh. it's something I noticed. So I'm not saying the word Mason a lot. Okay, like, at all. I'm not all right. that dude. Uh, I used to be a little bit, but I'm okay. not that dude. Sure. Um, but I was looking on. My Facebook feed, yeah, and lo and behold, yes, an advertisement for a Mason watch.
1: Wow, appeared.
0: now a couple of months ago, I bought my wife a watch through a Facebook advertisement. Okay, and it's kind of a cool watch, it sure, has sure. a little tiny, thin, um, uh, marble mm-hmm. stone, yeah, yeah, face on oh, the yeah, watch, yeah. like so looks cool. yeah. it looks texture, yeah, yeah. It's actually marble though, oh, it is actually okay, yeah. um. And then, so I have a lot of watch advertisements. And now this Mason watch, you can see like this watch here has a giant pyramid on it with the eye of Ra at the top and another uh, pyramid with the Masonic symbol of the um, ruler and the, what's that thing called? Protractor. The protractor next to each other. Yeah. And uh, Skull and Bones, which is the George W. Bush Okay. Um, brother uh, fraternity that they went to. Oh, okay. All of these types of things. And the mallet. And this and the, some mason stone tools. Okay. So I don't know. We're that looking was...
1: at the ad now, by the way, listeners. Yeah. I'm not just coming up with this. Oh, protractor,
0: off the top of my oh, head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Yeah, it we're would building be, up though. to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that type of improvisation. So I thought that was kind of crazy. Um, mm. That you know, I said st- I just said the word mason a few times in a podcast episode, and then it starts appearing on my Facebook feed.
1: They're letting you know. Yeah, they are. We know, Matt. Um. So there's and your that. little partner too.
0: And and I did a little bit of promo for the Japan What podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, for a, a guy, a Japanese shamisenist rocker. He plays oh, the fantastic. shamisen. I did yeah. a, po- a podcast with him on my other podcast, Matty B Files. Yeah, right. A few months ago. And he liked the sound of my voice. Um, so he asked me to do a little promo for a show he's doing. Oh, and wow. I, I managed to slip in, you're listening to the Japan What podcast, where we're going to play the shamisenist Let's go. Oh, so great. That hopefully that will spread out there into uh, everything else. And finally, um, we got the uh, follow-up from say. So uh, actually, before that, I recorded a song yesterday.
1: Really? OK. Right.
0: Let's hear it. just a little jam
1: is this a japan what music catalog now part or is this something is this uh, um is this for the future compilation maddie b files
0: i don't know i'm, I'm thinking about starting a new project yeah. and i want it to be kind of that porch timey careful yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah um get a bunch
1: summer of, hot day yeah. like having the lemonade okay yeah, yeah. so
0: I, I i have some guitar skill where i can play relatively quickly on solos okay. for blues songs yeah, yeah i just thought now i want to have just like that boom 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 kind of a tone which is Not a lot, not very common these days. Everybody's trying to go as technical and as quick as possible. I see, yeah. And I kind of want to start a a project where that's the tone.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Kind of relaxed. Porch. Yeah. Timey. Hot summer day, kind of dusk. Yeah. Maybe meet up with a
0: friend or two and just shoot the shit for a bit. That's right. Oh, nice. Smoke a cigar, have a glass of bourbon, that type of thing. Sign me up. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Oh. Anyways, that just took. I did that in my living room. Really? Yeah, I, I played all the guitars and I did the bass with the iPad. Wow! And then I did the cajon as well. Uh, may I ask what was the inspiration? Um, well, the inspiration was to take something that like that kind of chord progression and just chill out. Really? Yeah, and that, mm-hmm. I my my wife was out of the house and I didn't want to do anything. So mm-hmm. I just set up a couple of microphones and yeah. mapped out the chord structures and took it from there. Yeah. Okay, I
1: like it. It's great. Thanks, Wouldn't mind man. hearing again on a hot summer dusk uh, on on the porch. Sure. Yes, with the coronavirus. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then, you had to end it negatively, didn't you? Finally, yeah.
0: Um, I went to the blues bar that say who was on the podcast last week. Mm-hmm. I managed to find it, and it was kind of it kind of struck me as what is the future of uh, a, a, an acoustic musician? Because mm, yeah. in my opinion, acoustic musicians are the craziest of all of the musicians. Oh. Rock and rollers pretend to be crazy. They put on this makeup and they like, yeah, we're crazy. Okay. But, you know, they take off their makeup yeah. and it's it's kind of like a, that's sales, you know. It's a like yeah, an image yeah, it, type of it's thing. a stage persona, yeah. also. Yeah, yeah, we're hardcore, right? Right, yeah, but you can't really be that all the time. Like, no, you're not no. going to get off stage and be like, Yeah, I'm still hardcore, yeah. yeah. Um, but blues musicians dress, they live it, they huh? live it, yeah. yeah. And so, I went to the blues bar, um, where was it near sh- where was it? I can't even remember. Second floor near the station, some station.
1: Oh, oh um, what was that? The uh, echo, echoed up. Thank Ekoda. you very much, yeah. and
0: basically. There was like eight people there. Yeah, yeah. And there was maybe seven teeth. In the audience. <laughs> so this is kind of where I'm going with it. And wow, the, the owner of the bar had one lung. Oh, he was God. a one lunger. And uh, oh, it was just geez. like they had good microphones. Yeah, uh, yeah. But at the same time, I was like, so is this the future? If you choose a life of, a, of an acoustic musician, your future is probably going to be... The second floor of a tiny bar near a minor station, with one lung, seven teeth, and eight people around you, and so good great mics. microphones. Yeah, yeah, that's so, um,
1: I think that you just gave it the best um, promo tagline that that they could hope for. Eight customers, seven teeth, one lung great microphones echo to blues house <laughs> yeah like that i would go to that i would absolutely go listen to music there. it
0: was the music was good That's yeah yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but i mean like if you want authenticity i don't think you can get better than... <laughs>
0: yeah there's a couple of foreigners there and they, they as well were crazy uh, one girl she was like an interpreter translator type but okay she, the way she was talking was a bit bit like unusual just the way she was talking oh okay uh, so it's just this weird kind of entirely different world and the, the guy has one lung so you can't smoke in the main room sure sure but there's you just go across a partition like a plastic curtain <laughs> really smoke your heart out yeah and it's like 10 feet away from yeah the guy, from the pl- one lunger places like that actually and, uh, so i don't know so that kind of leads into um uh mm-hmm. if that's that's what it is. How yeah. do you promote it? What how do you organize it? Well, yeah,
1: um that's true. It's a it's a tough one although I mean, again, maybe you just go off with authenticity. Um and uh thank you for handing that off to me actually because I actually wanted to bring up um I had spoken in um a, a past episode I was talking about speaking to organizers and um how to contact them if they if you were a musician that was looking for shows. I spoke to three organizers, actually, in, um, in Chiba. Uh, one organized shows at live houses, and two of them were more organizers at bars. It was kind of night and day in what they wanted, though, and uh, expectations. The live house organizer wanted to have something minimum three months in advance. If you, were gonna, if you contacted them, that was the best you were going to do for getting a show. Yeah. Uh the other two were like any spots next week. Yeah, right, exactly. But if you were going for the bar, they were like no, contact us anytime and it could be next week we have an opening. Uh so they were um time-wise it was a lot more open and um in addition everyone actually just wanted uh YouTube clips. They didn't really want much else. I mean, if you had like a a some kind of uh, you know, elect uh press kit, great. But they actually preferred instead of like a SoundCloud link, they just wanted to see how you looked live. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if you... Sounded... YouTube's
0: that powerful. It's taken over everything.
1: Yeah. So if you can get a decent quality sounding, uh, sound quality uh, clip of you playing live, that's probably the best way to promote yourself with, at least with these three organizers. And... Um, because They can see you, they
0: can hear you, yeah, and they can also see your view counts, your charisma, yeah, 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 your view counts. The view counts, though,
1: I mean, if it's a low view count, you're then maybe you have the chance to introduce them, yeah. So,
0: but a high view count doesn't hurt, no, it doesn't like if you right. have
1: 150,000
0: views, yeah, they're gonna look at that and go, Whoa,
1: okay, we can do yeah. something with yeah. this, um, and After that, uh, also... It's a numbers game, people.
0: Yeah. It's all about the numbers.
1: As far as genre or anything, nobody really had anything. They just wanted to make sure whatever musician you were, you fit the vibe of the show they were planning. So the best thing to do is to kind of look up shows, uh, that other shows that are held at that event and get an idea of the musicians that they're looking for. But um, yeah, a little bit different, a, a little surprising actually, than what I had
0: originally thought. So did you? So the 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 live house, yeah, and the bar, yeah. Um, what would be the difference in terms of playing those venues for the musician, like oh. in terms of setup, gear, oh, experience?
1: Okay. Uh, gear. Let's see. Every um, they. I I don't know equipment just to be, but as far as uh, like just bringing like a, like even drum kit or anything like that, that's all set up for you. At both places? Yep. Actually, yeah. Um, The sound quality, I think the Live House has a clear edge, but they had just installed a new soundboard and PA system. So
0: for a bar, it was actually pretty good. What's the name of the bar?
1: Uh, Toppers. Toppers Bar. Toppers Bar and
0: uh, Live House Hanga. So top okay yeah Toppers is a bit of an exception yeah but uh, I guess in Chiba because I'm thinking that's quite a nice wide space uh, toppers. actually Toppers is a little narrow oh is it
1: yeah wow. um it's uh, stage wise I mean Anga is is about as nice as um I will say it's a little bit lower than the best ones in Tokyo but it's good yeah and uh, most of the time they don't charge any Nordome to play um that being said it might be a long wait before you get a show there but um the uh, reason i was asking about the
0: differences is because one thing that was just in my mind and i wanted to ask the question to Mm -hmm. see if you answered it the way i thought um, it was going on but Mm -hmm. it might be a little bit different i was thinking that the live house needed three months in advance because they need to organize sound engineers and get the equipment set up and everything like that but the live the bar, mm-hmm. you could just kind of show up and play, because it's just oh, a yeah. bar.
1: Um, yeah. There's no uh, usually whatever. There's enough in that community. Usually, the person that's organizing the show is also manning the soundboard,
0: and in, in the it, bar.
1: Yep, in the bar, and um, the organizer is already kind of committed for that uh, day, so they already have a sound engineer. Uh, scheduled to, to take care of that show. And uh, again, at ANGA, I think there's... Live house. Yeah, the live house, sorry. That's okay. Um, they have, a, I think, two two or three, and all of them are pretty good. But they always have someone scheduled for that, that day's event.
0: So in order to meet the schedulers, they need to have a clear plan of three months in advance mm-hmm. to make sure that they're that their their what is it personnel is organized enough cuz you can't just say to like a professional yeah. sound engineer hey next week wednesday no you're you. right.
1: you're right um, but they already have that show they i think they have the schedule set for the shows this is just an organizer that's actually assembling the bands
0: oh okay yeah it's not the manager of the live house in this case okay i was yeah. just thinking if if the technical differences between the live house and the bar are yeah like the back end? Yeah. Might might that might be the reason, reason yeah, for yeah. the difference right. that you're talking about. Yeah.
1: Um there there is that. And um the spots that they actually have open to like kind of independent organizers is uh, is kind of not that frequent. Um, whereas Toppers is just open to anyone that wants to do their own show. But there's no money Behind it, that, you know, to plan a show at a live house, it costs a lot, whereas uh, at a bar, not so much.
0: Yeah, it's moving forward with the idea of making bands and things like that. I, I don't want to try the live house route. It's really difficult to monetize these yeah, things. Yeah. But if you just kind of show up and play, it kinda, it's like it might be more fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the other, <clears throat> the other thing, I'd say a major difference is, light, is uh, um, lighting quality. Whereas uh, light um, live house has uh, like really professional lighting that like enhances your kind of stage presence. I mean, again, you had said before it was kind of um, maybe from the like eighties nineties kind of style, but it's still cool. It
0: looks good in pictures. Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
1: as where whereas um, the bar is just regular like light, like the studio light. Right. Hmm. All right.
0: Cool. You got a breakdown. (laughs) <laughs> what about the third place?
1: Oh, it was um, two organizers from Toppers.
0: Two organizers so, yeah. from Toppers. Yeah, two separate the, ones. the people at Toppers had the same, mm-hmm. the same response? Call oh, us yeah. anytime? Uh, yeah, actually We're they open. did. They, okay. It was just like, yeah, they're very loose with it. So to people looking for shows, that means you have to consider that there might be different criteria for getting shows. Yeah. So expect live houses to be more demanding. Oh yeah. But then also target bars with a more of an open criteria as well. Yeah.
1: Okay. Overall bars are going to uh, are going to be looser with it and more willing and not really
0: going to ask as much from you, I think the photos from live houses always look totally amazing like the yeah, bands, they do. but <clears throat> when you look at the uh the audience sizes sometimes yeah. the, the photographer tries to make the audience like look really big because yeah, yeah yeah there's right. a whole bunch of people kind of raising their hands up yep but if you look at the count it's like 12 <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely. it looks like a lot but yeah. it's just oh there's 12 people and they're not really clamoring yeah. to be at the front of the space. Yeah, absolutely.
1: But again, it's a good photo opportunity. It so looks good. Once in a while, it's good. Yeah. All
0: right. Um, all right, so there we go. What? Well, don't...
1: Oh, well, actually, that leads into one other topic. Um, I just wanted to give my pick for show of the week. Indeed. All right, thank you. Um, next week's Sunday, uh, I believe that is... I think it's next week's Sunday. The 23rd? Uh, nope. No. Nope.
0: The 17th?
1: I think it's 16th. The 16th, there we are, yes. Um,
0: we have it, a guy calling in uh, to talk about uh, cryptocurrency. He's a trader.
1: Oh, 16th next week. Okay, yeah. great. Um, but also we'll be... Um, there will be a show in Shimokitazawa at the uh, Bar Live House Music Island O, and it's our old friend Takashi Uemiya and, and the comrades. Um, they will be playing with a band called Avocado, Tetsu Cloud, and Dogs. Do you know? Oh, Dog? yeah. Koji. Koji. Uh, kind of the grunge throwback band. Yeah. Um, that ought to be a really fun he show. He lost
0: his voice for a couple of years. He lost,
1: yeah. Um, no, actually, he didn't lose his voice. He lost his speaking voice. Speaking voice. This is a fascinating story yeah. too. Um, I, we talked about it on yeah, the Matty Files. Yeah. Oh right.
0: Okay. Uh, originally, because I know he couldn't speak to defend himself, right. I just accused him of purposefully losing his voice to get likes on social media. No, 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 no. Yeah, Koji. I know you're just doing this to get likes on Facebook. We all know it's true. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Brilliant. Uh, I gotta uh, say. Uh, 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 <laughs> Suddenly he miraculously can speak again.
0: Yeah, that was the whole plan. If if he was like, No, I'm not, you know, but the fact that he uh he he managed to pull off his charade uh even for that long. What a story <laughs> though. I mean, suffers we
1: can all assume it must have been a stroke. Yeah can't speak but can sing yeah has no problem singing so part of your brain yeah yeah but he can go through it and um he can still go to shows but afterwards he can just kind of kind of make (laughs) like grunts (sighs) yeah and that's what it was then um, he did get some likes yeah on social media i guess it was worth it then yeah but um congratulations koji (laughs) December 2018, he played his show, and it was um uh, kind of a big concert festival that I was uh emceeing, and um I expected what we were just talking about that, uh, <clears throat> and he said hi Tom, and I just it it scared me I like jumped back, wow. and he had regained the ability to speak yeah um and I'm not he his explanation was he met a girl and I was like what what
0: what what do you mean in, in. What, in a European country? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, near but, Vienna, I think. Right, or right. Or Prague,
1: and, one of those areas. And somehow love brought gave him the ability to speak again.
0: Yeah, because he had to force himself to communicate in a different language. So it was very interesting. Yeah, we talked oh, wow. about it on on the Maddie B Files. If anybody's interested, yeah, yeah, the whole the whole story is there. Yeah, I I really tried to bring my interviewing skills to the table to try to understand the process. Right, cause, right. You know, somebody who goes through something will just skip over things. So I tried to stop and yeah, yeah, wait, wait, like yeah. nail down, hammer down on some of the topics. Yeah, so yeah, Matty B Files, Koji.
1: Yeah, definitely look that up. It's a fascinating story. That should be a documentary, frankly. It should be. Yeah, frankly. Frankly speaking, yes. yes.
0: So what's what's going on with the Shimokita Zao show?
1: All right. Well, um, again, it's uh, with dogs Takashi Omemiya, Tetsu Cloud, and Avocado. And um, actually, the, um, Takashi likes to hold a have his own uh, streaming show. Yes, he calls it the Beach House. And um, you've next, done it. I've done it. Yes, and we'll be doing it again. Actually, yeah. Next week we will be guests on the Beach House, and it's always a good time. Um, we will be playing separate roles. I will be the comic sidekick, and you will be interviewed. Actually,
0: ah, yeah, cool. So I'll just be commenting against our, our rival. Writers. Japan uh, got faded.
1: Got <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. Yes, a second guest.
0: Yeah, our our podcast rival. <laughs> <laughs> what will happen? A what heated happen? discussion. Yeah, what can possibly happen? What could go wrong? Yeah. When podcasters collide. <laughs> we need a sound effect. Uh, let's see. What do I got? Yes. I think I got a good one. It's a good tuna, but I think I paid too much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was that was perfect. Yeah. Way better than an explosion. Nailed it. <laughs> yes. So um, if you can't make the show on the 16th at Shima Kitazawa's Music Island, oh, please uh, watch Takashiume Ume-Mia's The Beach House. Um should be uh, quite a fun time you notice every time you go for when i'm talking and you go for um the soundboard i i flinch now because i think you're going to interrupt me with some kind of drop like some kind of sound effect yeah so good. every time I'm like uh,
0: uh, i should get a a, a blinder over a my bl- <laughs> yeah <laughs> or we could just put those sleeping masks over our eyes oh, and, no. and really communicate
1: in any case, so what do I, mean by what are I we... communicate? <laughs> Talking about the future, what does Japan look like? What's the next stage of what's the next revolution?
0: Yeah, there's something called Japan 5.0, um, and we're going to get to that, but actually. Mm-hmm. I'm. Uh, I want to play a song by Corrosion of Conformity. I used to listen to Corrosion of Conformity all the time. Okay, and when you when you leave when you leave your country and you sure. go live somewhere else, it's kind of hard to keep up with things like that because okay. they're not on the magazines, mm. they're not in the media, and so they just kind of trail off. But okay. last year, uh, Pepper Keenan of Corrosion of Conformity released a new kind of hard rock blues album. And this oh. is the type of music that I really like when I'm when I need to get somewhere. Like I'm not a speed metal guy. Sure sure. Uh, and I'm not like a hairband guy. All right. But these guys are kind of um truck driver. Uh I think Pepper Keenan used to be a, a yacht driver. So when millionaires would land in Nice and they needed their their yachts there, he would drive their yacht across the Atlantic and things like that. So oh, wow. he's kind of going through all the dangerous areas. So Anyways, he's a hard rocker, hard rocking dude. This song is called The Luddite. And it kind of goes against what we're gonna do next, but Okay. I'll stop it there. Okay, it's pretty crazy. I like the I could, lyrics. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know it's kind of thinking man's metal.
1: <laughs> I, I I could see myself working out or training to this song. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. The
0: whole album is like that with some kind of interstitial like get acoustic guitar strumming yeah, yeah. and things like that. So I don't know if I like all that toms and the crazy drums. Yeah, and yeah. These people they don't care. They don't give a font, man. T- <laughs> they give no fonts. No fonts given. No fonts given. There you um, go. You heard it here first. <laughs> so yeah, if I just like that, boom, uh, boom, 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 like that—that that kind of very direct guitar. Yeah, yeah. Loud. Go forward fast. Like that. Uh, you got a truck full of gas, and the highway is straight, and you just hit the gas all the way to the bottom, and. Vroom, Yeah, your V8 250 horsepower is just taking you home somehow, you know. This is definitely open road music, Yeah. yeah. Nice, yeah. Anyways, there we go. So, um, now. A lot of people are like, AI is so stupid. IoT is never going to happen. All these haters and even the government is like, oh, we don't know. (laughs) But if you do some digging, you can actually find uh, a lot of things and of course, uh, I've been working at a telecoms company expanding into AI Mm -hmm. and the corporate Interest and governmental interest in AI and surveillance, uh, surveillance capitalism, kanshi mm-hmm. shihonshugi. If you're interested in the Japanese, okay, um, it's it's coming. It's yeah. like there's definitely a moment where the hunter society becomes the agrarian society, and the industrial society becomes the information society, and the information society becomes what uh, a, a digitally surveilled society. So, the government has this plan called Society 5.0. I'm talking about the Japanese government Mm -hmm. and the Thailand as well has another thing called Thailand 4.0, where they want to use sensors and automation to boost up their infrastructure and and hopefully provide longer lives, boost longevity and do all that for the people. But at the same time, when you have all of the surveillance um tracking you in in real time with high quality, high definition video cameras trained to identify objects in real time and send drones to interview you, uh, if you're, you know, wandering around late at night with a knife or something like that, that could be good. But at the same time, what if uh, somebody in the government doesn't like you and somehow manages to tweak the algorithm to make your life miserable? Now, that's something that's also possible. So before getting too much into that, I have a backgrounder um, about the Japan Society 5.0. Okay, let's hear it.
2: The fourth industrial revolution will enable us to create a new society. Artificial intelligence will transform the big data collected through the Internet of Things into new wisdom. Society 5.0, a technology-based, human-centered society. The fourth industrial revolution will raise our standard of living and solve various challenges we face. It will, for example, free us from the stress of driving, allowing us to safely visit anyone, anytime. We will have access to the latest medical advancements at a low cost, no matter where we are. AI and robots will enhance human ability and expand our infinite possibilities, helping us enjoy more fulfilling lives. Society 5.0, for the betterment of human lives.
0: That's made by the Japanese government. It's actually kind of cool. Uh,
1: when I hear that music and that tone of voice from a woman, like, together... You're going to blow me, right? Well, it, it's a little wistful. Wist, uh, how I say, uh, wistful. It's a little like a little sexy. It makes me think they're trying to convince me to do
0: something I might not want to do. Yeah, trust us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're just the sirens. Yeah, sirens calling onto the rocks. You've seen, I've seen too many movies about this already. Like that. Well, the the movie idea is kind of that's one thing that might be causing the hype. Sure, sure. Or the fear. Yeah, Uh, but when we think about walking around with smartphones and uploading what we're doing onto social media, yeah. that's already a surveillance society. Oh, sure. yeah. So I, we're living in a, and if you say the wrong thing on Twitter, mm, you lose your job. right? And you, you get destroyed and people celebrate it. So yeah, yeah. the aspect of social credit mm-hmm. exists in the West.
1: Oh yeah, no, I understand that. Uh, but it, you already had tapped on it. It's like how quickly you can adjust an al- algorithm. It's like um, looking at a word that's uh, suspicious. A policeman can stop you because you're suspicious, but suspicious can translate to being, oh, a foreigner. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very loose and, um,
0: Lucy Goosey. Yeah, of course. That's the name of the, the AI Surveillance Society. Yeah. We're going to call this uh, Lucy Goosey. <laughs> Lucy Goosey will be able to track you anywhere and provide safety measures for your family. Well,
1: now Lucy I'm, Goosey. I'm imagining in Japan, of course, they're going to have a mascot and they'd call her Lucy and it would
0: be a goose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, AI goose. Um, so in that... that mm-hmm thing I was playing just yeah, now, yeah, Society 5.0, yeah. in that, it's a video of a, in the, the the theme is a girl mm-hmm. who is using all of this Society 5.0 stuff sure. to make her life better. Right. Um And the old people can just deal with it and die. Yeah, yeah. So these are some of the things, and I want to run you by, run them by you. Sure. Run you by them. I want to okay. run them by you and um see if you like this idea or don't like this idea. Okay. okay. And this is the idea of using combining AI, big data, and location services. Sure. So this is the first one. Drone package delivery with facial recognition.
1: No. No, don't like it at all. Do you like drone package
0: delivery? No. Do you like facial recognition?
1: Uh it makes me nervous. Yeah,
0: it's really crazy how yeah, well it yeah. works. Um facial uh, recognition means you don't need to remember passwords. Yeah. So no. that's the advantage. Yeah, so you, you know. For example, in China, mm. uh, if you forget your password, mm-hmm. or if you forget something, or if there's some suspicious activity on your credit card, yeah. the bank just phones you, right. and then you hold your your video phone and you you move your face around and smile, right. and they can confirm where you are and that you're doing something that's fine. They're not going to stop your credit card, and then you have to phone them and remember your passwords. Okay, so you don't have to walk around with a with a headful of passwords.
1: That's true. Or uh, unless, of course, you're in uh, Wuhan and you're wearing a hospital mask and then it doesn't work. <laughs> They're It yeah, depends on the camera. Uh, they've actually been having those problems already. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: So, it, it, yeah, I, I agree with you. But if you combine a visual camera with yeah. a thermal camera, right. the thermal camera can see through the mask oh, and wow, can okay. match your biometric data points yeah. and confirm. Yeah. Okay. Even if it's partially occluded. Oh. Well, it, it
1: does kind of, I mean, again... Um, the, back in the good old days, it, it's, it strikes me as a bit odd that people like don't even remember phone numbers anymore, like their own phone number. And I feel like this
0: kind of, um, I don't want people to become like mental veal. You know? That's <laughs> like, the risk, yeah. Because yeah. already with things like uh, Uber Eats and Grubhub mm-hmm. and all that, yeah. it just makes fat people easier to get to piles of McDonald's delivered right. to them.
1: Yeah, it's. You ever see the movie Wale? Yeah. The, the Pixar, like that yeah. kind of thing. And it, it doesn't. I'm not comfortable with that idea.
0: The, there's the idea that that's people's choice. Like, I, I'm not a guy who walks around with this smartphone in front of his face. Sure, sure. But I have to live in a society now where everybody is just constantly looking at their smartphones all the time. Right, right. Yeah. But I didn't. I did. I chose not to do that. Yeah. So it's not like it's. It's the tech. It's just a technology. Yeah, yeah,
1: and it's it's waves of it, and it's kind of a, a a light push every time towards that. Go ahead, go that way, go to that condition. Yeah, um, I feel like people though they need to be don't don't get too comfortable.
0: You know the smartphone is a black mirror. Yeah, yeah. It's the same dimensions as the obelisk in two thousand one Space Odyssey. Oh god, wow! And that whole scene of the obelisk and the monkeys is biology interfacing with technology and not knowing how to do it. Right, right, and. What's interesting is that a mirror will show you who you are, mm-hmm. but the black mirror can show you who you want to be. Yeah, and you can actually use the black mirror. Mm-hmm. I don't mean the TV show. Right. I right. hate the, the TV shows. Okay, but I hate how people are like, "Whoa, this is just like Black Mirror." It's like, where do you think Black Mirror got the I idea? Know, right.
1: <laughs> it's just already Jesus. Life. Yeah. It
0: pisses me off. Sure. Um, uh, but you can actually see the future in the black mirror. You can become something if by looking into the black mirror yeah. and then accessing the black mirror. And then becoming Mm. something inside of that black mirror. The screen. Elon Musk did it when he launched the um, car Mm -hmm. into space. Yeah. That was done by an animation called Heavy Metal. Remember the Heavy Metal animations? Of like vans, space vans, and monsters. Right, right. Kind of Conan space heroes. Yeah, I remember that. That whole thing where Elon Musk launches the, the car up into space was done exactly by Heavy Metal where you have a spaceship fly over a planet, a yeah. sports car drops out of the spaceship. It's like a sports car, a really? convertible sports car. Okay. And a guy in a NASA suit is driving the sports car. Oh, my God. And wow. Elon Musk probably saw that as a kid on yeah. the TV. Yeah, right. On the Black Mirror. Yeah. And then he created a company and then launched it, and he recorded those the that same sequence mm, f- yeah. for broadcast in a Black Mirror. My goodness. Uh,
1: tv is the black mirror but you say it's um you know it's it's predicting forecasting the future it doesn't mean we're necessarily predestined though
0: no exactly
1: i think that's the problem we have to keep but it that's uh, the allure yeah i know but we have to keep that healthy amount of skepticism to it as well in order actually to keep a healthier society
0: I feel. it bums me out that everybody is always on their smartphones by oh, the yeah. way I, I, it blows my sure. mind that the society decided just to do that. Everybody is just okay. We're always on our phones now. <laughs> Isn't well, this cool? Yeah. No. Yeah. It's no. I agree. miserable. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, why you stay home and cook.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. You just need to unplug. I mean, absolutely. I just um, and it's and the more you're you're using it, the harder it is to break from it.
0: Okay. So you don't like smart uh, drone package delivery? No. With facial recognition to no, unlock. the No. Don't package.
1: trust it. Don't trust people.
0: Next, smart fridge. Recommends meals based on the contents of your fridge, and it can do self-ordering of items like milk to support your everyday life. I like that idea better, but I'd still rather buy my own groceries unless I
1: was just so busy and crazy. My life was that crazy that I needed someone to do
0: it. Yeah. I could see this being useful for yeah. a restaurant. Sure. But I, not for my house. Mm, so I don't like, I prefer the facial recognition drone delivery because okay. it stops at my door. Okay, but fair the self, this the smart fridge that yeah. orders my milk, yeah, that's in my house, and who who's accessing the inside of my fridge? Right, yeah. <clears throat> well, we are very safe safety records, and we would never access your fridge, right? Exactly. But are you selling the data of the contents right. of my fridge to a third party? Yeah, and to that's... use for advertisements to target me on Facebook? We just have to assume that now, right? Yeah, like so... what I told you with the watch. Yeah, right, right, exactly. So I don't like the smart fridge. Okay, next one. Remote medicine. Uh, w- uh, sorry, remote medicine. What? Do okay, you mean there's a by couple that? of applications. One would be uh, using a home screen mm-hmm. to connect to the internet, sure. which connects to the doctor's office. Right. And you can do consultation about okay. mild things or follow up or something like that. Or yeah. if you have some questions about the medication.
1: I just assumed we were doing that
0: already. <laughs> and here's another one they called digital medicine, Okay, where the each uh, medicine, each pill that mm. you take yeah. has a little chip inside of it, uh, a computer chip. Yeah. And it doesn't need a battery because yeah. when you take the chip, the acid in your stomach powers the chip to okay. send a signal to a Bluetooth-connected device that's on your armband right. with a timestamp, the type of medicine you took, and maybe some like conditions of your stomach, temperature, something like that. And then this armband gathers the data over a certain period of time and then transfers that data to your smartphone app, which then sends the data to the doctor so the doctor can know if you're taking your medicine or not.
1: I like that idea in theory, but again, um, first, I wouldn't do it for the first few uh, years of upgrades of it because I know something's going to go wrong. And um, again... Uh, yeah. I don't know if I trust people enough to.
0: Yeah. But for criminals who need to take their medicine. Yeah. That might be okay. <laughs> How about this? Yeah. There's a crazy guy, a schizophrenic. Sure. And he's like, oh man, the government's following me around. Uh, my dog is talking to the CIA and the yeah, son yeah. knows my family's name. Uh and uh I don't I, I I'm paranoid about everything following me around. You're right. like, okay, no problem. No yeah. problem. You're just a little bit crazy. Yeah. Take this medicine right. and it will send signals from your stomach to this device on your phone. Yeah. And then your doctor will know when and where you are and how you're taking it. Yeah. You're not crazy.
1: <laughs> um wow. I'm just thinking I'm still caught up as my dog's talking to me. No, no, no. It's just your refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's probably going to be happening very soon. Yeah. Um, Imagine if that all connected to your refrigerator, and then like if you were overweight, they wouldn't like no you know, Coca Cola for you. Yeah, I know. Uh, what uh, tofu and beans again? Like yeah. yeah,
0: lose weight, fatty. Yeah, I could not see it being used for police officers. Yeah, that would be cool. Oh. If you have, if you want to join the police off the police force, you can't be obese. You have to take this uh, pill. Then yeah, just, oh man. To be monitored, that oh, would be soldiers a... as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Well, they...
0: soldiers were wearing uh, like Fitbit like devices. Oh, okay, and they yeah. were they didn't know it, but the the devices were sending their location data to a heat map on the Earth of where people are using these Fitbit like mm. devices. Yeah, yeah. And apparently, they were these American soldiers were revealing the locations of secret u.s bases in the middle east and oh my africa god, really and not only that but they could track exactly the maps of the bases because people are walking around in hallways right right yeah, and yeah so you get a you get a complete blueprint a complete blueprint oh my god and then not only that but you can see where these people when they leave the base yeah where they go in the town to meet people right so then you right. can create networks and understand who the military people are talking to or where they're going so informant information yeah as exactly well. oh
1: god it's everything is a is a can of worms though, like, and we have no idea where it's going to lead
0: to. Like, That's the whole thing. That's yeah. why Huawei is being kicked out a lot of places. Yeah, you know, if Huawei understands your um, network system right. for a, an an entire country, then they can, you know, crash them.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or I mean, look what people did with Facebook. I mean, just as far as influencing an election, you
0: know. Yeah, Cambridge so, Analytica. That's a very interesting story. I looked into it. I researched that a lot. Now, the next one, smart agriculture, mm-hmm. where you have self-driving tractors. Um. Yeah, I guess,
1: uh, again, I kind of assumed that was already in play uh, to some degree. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't have as much of an issue with that, no. Uh,
0: using drones to do topographical surveys to see the... How much green is in your field, and Mm -hmm. and then identifying areas that need water, and you can target parts of the field that are lacking in certain uh, chemical ingredients.
1: Again, if it was just exactly what was being said, yeah, sure, of course, mm. that makes that makes plenty of sense.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a neat idea of the farmer yeah. coming out of his house, and he has like he sends a drone up into the yeah. air, and then he has like a robot picking all the strawberries and things like that.
1: So you hear that cartoon music as the farmer walks out in overalls. Here, hear a rooster crow, and the guy just like. Unchar uh let's see uh, uncouples the drone and throws it in the air and then goes back inside, like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: that's I would be a farmer. <laughs> it works for me. all right. Um, here's another one. so you you're uh, going to work and you can order items in advance from shops, um, so you go and just pick them up, and then you're on your merry way. You don't have to line up, you don't have to pay with cash. You don't have to wait for people to give you money back and food? Yeah, no.
1: Um, I'd say with this, if there was always the option where you could still use hard
0: cash, I, of course, go for it. Go nuts. But I want the option of not doing it too. Yeah, me too. I don't see it. like the I, I really like using some of the digital apps for payments and things like sure, that. Sure. But I, I only view it as access to my money, not right. replacing a system. No, exactly. So as long as I get more access yeah. to use my finances the way I want. Right. I'm willing to give up a little bit of not privacy, yeah. When, when I'm out in public, because yeah. you know if, if the government really wanted to trace my whereabouts these days, they can do it anyway. Right? There's but that. Too. For me, it just stops at the door of my house.
1: Yeah. The yeah. last
0: one. Yes. Let's hear it.
1: Self-driving school buses. Oh dear. I guess it couldn't be much worse, could it? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. I feel like if it was a self-driving school bus, they would actually take more care with it. Mm. Um, there would actually be, again, I would insist on many, many, many years of trials before we put that in in action. But, but yeah, once
0: you perfected it, sure. Yeah, the the research on self-driving school buses sure. indicates that because buses are really big, yeah, people avoid them. Yeah, yeah. And buses follow a route. Yeah. Meaning that you can program a route. Right. And there's not a lot of variance in that route. Whereas Mm. a self-driving taxi, to ask it to go anywhere and do anything, there's so much variability. Right. As soon as you turn down a different street, it can be a totally different world.
1: Well, I think this is the problem with, uh, with school buses. The problem is people like to cross, go around them, even though there's like stop signs and then kids get, get in accidents. Get whacked. Yeah. If you upgrade the buses so there's more of a protocol to announce do not cross or an announcement like that, um, I think that would be much better. I think that would be... Uh, that would actually help save lives if people kind of knew, like it, they were more active in saying, children crossing, don't cross, don't drive past this or something. Yeah, we will record you. You're being filmed, yeah. Yeah. I think that would be way better. Yeah. So...
0: Thumbs up on that one. Thumbs up on the self-driving school bus. Yeah. All right. And I think that's about it. So, you know, the big question is, though, is like, who is going to do this? Yeah. Uh, who's going to be on the back end of this? What are the security measures? It's just things that we never really know. What are like, they not telling us? The government just is yeah. like, welcome to the... Yeah. Like talking right. to us like babies. Yeah, a little bit.
1: And how many nationwide projects does the government do well and not do well? Especially when it's something kind of new technology. Yeah,
0: that's why it's a... Yeah, exactly. So that's why I think that they're leaving it up to private industry, But then, yeah, yeah. And then who knows what back doors, you know, they put into those. Yeah, exactamundo. Yeah. So anyways, that's the self-driving society, the Japan 5.0, but... Um, mm-hmm. it's being promoted on all levels of government there's even like graphics from the kaidon ren which is a, a pretty heavy duty decision making body in mm. in japan yeah and um, the government is also putting out these kind of promotional images mm. for for the next level of society but it's kind of stupid because <laughs> the the image from the kaidon ren is like mm-hmm. the next level of society is society 5.0 and it just shows like a person jumping up but in This graph, yeah, are they jumping off a cliff <laughs> or are they jumping <laughs> a towards bit, yeah. a higher future? But the other ones, it's like agrarian society, there's like a guy with a hoe chopping some vegetables or something like that. But society 5.0 is just somebody jumping, so that's what we're doing. There's, there's like...
1: jumping because they have nothing else to do anymore. That's right.
0: Oh, god! All right, so Dear there Lord, we go. That's us. Japan 5.0. You heard it here first, Japan no insight. Um, all right. What should we do next? Well, we're um, kind of hitting the hour. Yeah, we are.
1: Um, why don't we? I heard you had a foolish
0: foreigner. Oh, I think you mean uh, possibly something like this.
1: I might have been alluding to that, perhaps oh. in a different way of speaking. Yeah. So, of course, we have the stupid gaijin of the week. Have, do you have it? Do you have a copy of Let it? Let me just call that up. Okay. Yes, I do. All right. And uh, let's see here. We have a police metropolitan, uh, Tokyo Metropolitan Police have arrested a male Cameroonian national who's suspected of posing as an American serviceman online to swindle a Japanese woman seeking marriage, reports TBS News. Stolen Valor. Oh, my Stolen goodness.
0: Stolen Valor.
1: In 2018, Tecom Romeo, what a name, 35, communicated with the woman 48 via social networking service, whereby he falsely claimed to be an American soldier worth 500 million yen. During the exchanges, he used a photograph featuring a man in uniform who was not him. I want to retire and live in Japan, he wrote. I want to send you money and for you to pay the shipping fee. The suspect then allegedly defrauded the woman out of 1.83 million yen. It's upon his $20,000. Yeah, upon his arrest on suspicion of fraud, Romeo denied the allegations. A Pakistani national requested me to withdraw the money. The suspect was quoted by the Tomisaka police station. I didn't know the money was obtained illegally. Last year, police arrested three Cameroonian nationals for the same crime. Yeah. Well, I guess he must know that prince that's been extra, exiled from his country, but you know can still access his wealth as that's long right. as you help him get. Yeah,
0: Nigeria.
1: Yeah, I'm just shocked that they could. They caught him. I think that's more a good than point. Any, yeah. yeah, yeah. How like you know most of those people, they're
0: gone. You're never going
1: to see them again.
0: Or, I think when once you now with um, digital forensics. Yeah. It's becoming a lot easier, and people are developing uh, alternative methods for cybersecurity. So okay. instead of waiting inside of your firewall yeah. and responding, people now leave the go outside of their firewall to track down oh, criminal wow. activity okay. in the cybersphere. Yeah. Oh, all right.
1: Well, yeah, um, I, I have to admit he has the perfect name for you know swindling people seeking marriage with. Uh, Techcom Romeo. He sounds
0: like a tech company.
1: Techcom Romeo. Romeo,
0: Yes. Swindling your money online. He could be the new Ashley Madison. (laughs) That's right. But yeah, so anyways, Stolen Valor, that is definitely the Stupid Gaijin of the Week. The S-G-O-T-W. Stupid Gaijin of the Week. Stupid Gaijin S-G-O-T-W.
1: My goodness! All right. So, ending yes. on a happy note. Well, yeah. Actually, I just wanted to follow up from another show we did. We had a we played a sample of a person that was uh, wanted to get into singing. Uh, her name's Moe, and uh, and we both agreed that she had had an excellent voice. But she just needed to get
0: up off her ass.
1: Your words. Um, she may actually be hooking up with a band and. Uh, What do you mean by hooking up? Getting involved in singing and performing. Oh. Okay. Okay. How dare you? Um, Yeah. uh, Actually, uh, other people at work were uh, in a band, um, maybe more of a classic rock style band, and they were looking for a singer. They heard her voice sample. They were totally knocked out by it and said, fantastic. When can we set up a, a meeting a, or an audition? Yeah. So that should be happening shortly.
0: Congratulations, Moe. Yes. So
1: um, You too can play a stage. Yes. We'll keep you posted on any updates with that. And uh, if you want to check out her shows, we'll let you know.
0: Yeah. We're kind of doing a podumentary with her. As a little bit, isn't it? Yeah. Following her as she goes. Yes which sounds a little bit condescending the way I just said it. We're just <laughs> following her as she
1: goes. No, I, I find most things way. you say kind of condescending. So <laughs> Yeah, there, there is that. There is that. There is that. All right. Well, Japan, what listeners, as always, we thank you for tuning in. And uh, we'll have some updates on our page. Yeah. Uh,
0: Yep, check out the artwork. I do art every episode. The yeah, art goes up. It's pretty cool.
1: We'll also be posting uh, information on the show of the week, and uh, if you like the music uh, that we play on the show, how to find out more about the
0: bands. Yep, and in addition, don't forget to like and subscribe, share, and tell a friend. Remember, we want to be your podcast, the Japan What Podcast.
1: With Zero Insight. We want to be your Zero Insight News site, I think. Indeed. What a way to finish.
2: I am the king of the ring.